experience. That is, the notion of another reality does not have its origin in pre-scientific speculation about the origin of things, primal anxiety about death or the need for protection, but is grounded in the religious experience of humankind. It is not merely believed in, but known. To put this second claim somewhat differently, the world of spirit and the world of ordinary experience are seen as not completely separate, but as intersecting at a number of points. Many cultures speak of a particular place as the navel of the earth, the umbilical cord connecting the two worlds. Some cultures speak of the two worlds intersecting in particular historical events, but it is especially in the experience of individuals that the other world is known. In every culture known to us, there are men and women who experience union or communion with the world of spirit, either entering it or experiencing it coming upon them. Those who experience it frequently and vividly often become mediators between the two worlds in a variety of cultural forms, as healers, prophets, lawgivers, shamans, mystics. Such men and women are charismatics in the proper sense of the word, people who know the world of spirit firsthand. The Primordial Tradition in the Biblical Tradition The cultural tradition in which Jesus lived took for granted the central claims of the primordial tradition. There are minimally two worlds, and the other world can be known. At the heart of the Jewish tradition, indeed constituting it, was Israel's story of the intersection between the world of spirit and the world of ordinary experience. That is what Israel's scriptures were about. The Hebrew Bible is Israel's story of events that were seen as disclosures of spirit, of people who were experienced as mediators of spirit, of laws and prophetic utterances believed to have been given by the spirit. This multi-layered picture of reality runs throughout the Bible. The opening verse of Genesis portrays the visible world as having its origin in spirit, in God. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Importantly, spirit is not seen as abstract and remote, as a hypothetical first cause. Rather, the world of spirit is seen as alive and personal, populated by a variety of beings, angels, archangels, cherubim, seraphim. At its center, or height, or depth, is God, often spoken of as personal, as father, mother, king, shepherd, lover. Non-anthropomorphic terms can also be used— fire, light, spirit. It is difficult to know how literally we should take this language. Language about the other world is necessarily metaphorical and analogical, simply because we must use language drawn from the visible world to try to speak of another world constituted by very different realities and energies. If anything is to be communicated at all, it must be by analogy to what we know in the ordinary world, or in images drawn from the ordinary world. Thus God is like a father or mother, like a king, like a shepherd, like fire. But God is not literally any of these things. Yet, though the language is metaphorical, the realities are not. Moreover, this other world is not literally somewhere else. It is not the localized heaven of the popular imagination. Though God can be spoken of as being up in heaven— The tradition makes it clear that God and the world of spirit are not literally elsewhere. Rather, according to the tradition, 
God is everywhere present. To use somewhat technical but useful theological language, for the biblical tradition God is imminent, everywhere present, omnipresent, even as God is also transcendent, not to be identified with any particular thing, not even with the sum total of things. As omnipresent and imminent, God and the world of spirit are all around us, including within us. Rather than God being somewhere else, we, and everything that is, are in God. We live in spirit, even though we are typically unaware of this reality. Biblical Mediators Between the Two Worlds Israel affirmed that the world of spirit was known. It intersected with this world at many points, historically, especially in the Exodus and the return from exile, though also in other central events of its history. Cultically, in the Temple of Jerusalem,